This morning I want to talk to you about a topic that is a little bit dear to my heart. Ce matin je vais parler d'un sujet qui est cher à mon cœur. And that topic is sujet, God is my witness. Is God your witness? Is God your witness? Is God your witness? People are not sure. Is God your witness? Okay. Is God your witness? Is God your witness? Is God your witness? Okay, good. So when I say God is my witness, I am talking personally. So the question you will need to ask is, is God your witness? The word witness is a word that people use in law. It means that somebody that will support your story. Let me say that again. In law, when somebody goes to court, they will normally call witnesses. And even if you've never been to court, you watch it on TV. They call witnesses to the stand, and the witnesses will start giving information about the person on trial. Now, that testimony may decide if that goes in their favor or not. Brother, when God is on your side and is in the witness box, nothing can go wrong. The problem can only be if God decides to testify against a man. Because if God testifies against a man, you can never win the case. But I'm believing God that after today, the testimony of God concerning you shall be a positive one in Jesus' name. I want to look at Hebrews chapter 2. Hebrews chapter 2. Hebrews chapter 2. I will read from verses 1 to 4. Hebrews chapter 2, verses 1 to 4. So please follow me. Please follow me as I read. It says, therefore, we ought to give the more earnest heed to the things which we heard, lest at any time we should let them slip. For if the word that was spoken by angels was steadfast, and every transgression and disobedience received a just recompense of the word, how shall we escape if we neglect so great a salvation, which at the first began to be spoken by the Lord, and was confirmed unto us by them that heard him? God also bearing them what? Witness. Both with what? Signs and wonders and with diverse miracles and gifts of the Holy Ghost according to whose will? His own will. According to whose will? His own will. I'm going to read verse 4 again. It says, God also bearing them witness both with signs and wonders and with diverse miracles and deeds of the Holy Ghost according to his own will. Brethren, whenever God gives 
a witness about the words of the man. It is with God's ways of confirming that the words are in line with the principles of God. I will, I will explain this properly because uh, we need to understand it. That there are two types of witnesses anybody can give. You can give a witness in support, a witness in the against. The Bible says how God does those witnesses. Let's repeat them together. He does them by signs and what? Wonders and what? Diverse miracles and what? And gifts of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Now, when you hear that, then naturally you want to ask yourself, when I look at that passage from verse 1 to verse 6, it refers to either we or us six times. So that passage is an admonition that there are some certain things we must remember. There are some certain things we must do. And it is when we do those things that then God can be called to witness. Let me step back a little bit. You will never be called, you will never need a witness if you don't do something. It is only when you've done something that then you need a witness to corroborate what you have done. And the Bible says, and God himself confirmed unto them with signs and wonders. You will remember Mark chapter 16. In Mark chapter 16, the Bible says, and they went everywhere and they did what? They preached the word and God confirmed the word with what? Signs following. Which word does God witness? Historically, I will break them down into some few parts. Number one, God, God will confirm the word of his prophet. Isaiah chapter 7 verse 14, it says, Behold, a virgin shall be with child. One thing I like about God is that it doesn't matter how long he seems to take, it must come to pass. Brethren, when God gives you a word and you speak it, the word must come to pass. May I say that when you say a word that from the principles of God, and sometimes you don't even know where the word came from, God will honor it. God will never leave you dry. And so there are some words that when God puts in your heart, it doesn't make sense. I can imagine Isaiah. Before his time, a virgin had never had a, a child before. And suddenly, God says, tell that king to ask for a sign. That, that is chapter 7, verse 11. 
They say, oh, and then the king says, no, 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 I don't want to thank God. I'm not going to ask for a sign. He did no, 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 I myself, I will give you a sign that nobody else has seen before. A virgin of When Isaiah said that, I can imagine how Isaiah would have felt. That how can a virgin be without? In Second Kings, in Second Kings, there's one of the stories there that my wife loves a lot. A man, the, the, the things in the country got so bad. And then Elisha said casually, he said, by this time tomorrow, he said, all these things that you are saying that it costs $1,000, it is just selling for $10. But then if it was you, even if you are a Christian, you won't believe it. But Elisha was bold enough to say By that time tomorrow, what happened? The thing began to sell for what Elisha said. When you stick out your neck for God, when you stick out your neck for God, God will do everything to make sure that you are not ashamed. So when you need a witness, oh, there's no better witness that you can have. When Joseph needed a witness, there was nobody around. There was nobody that could speak on his behalf. And God decided that I'm not going to speak. He said, I'm going to allow things to happen. And finally, Joseph said that you people did not know about 40 years ago you thought it for evil, but God meant it for good. So God will witness and confirm the word of his prophets. Number two, every word that Jesus spoke came to pass. Oh, brother and grand, check scripture. There are so many, so I did not write them down. Right from the beginning, he said, The Lord God Almighty has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. Did he preach to the poor or not? He did. In fact, one of the testimonies I like about him a lot was when the, the John sent his disciples from prison. He said, go and ask, what is his witness? Ah, he said, look around. He said, the blind see. The deaf hear. He said, the poor are having the gospel preached to them. And all of those things were done by the power of God. Brother, what is your witness? The Bible says in, in Acts chapter 2, Peter was talking. He said, men of Israel. He said, Jesus Christ of Nazareth. He said, was a man satisfied by God. But then may God satisfy you in the name of Jesus. He said, it was a man satisfied by God. By miracles, wonders, and signs. Miracles, wonders, and signs. 
Acts chapter 2, verse 43. The Bible says, and the apostles performed many wonders and signs. When you become Christian, you need a witness. When you become a Christian, your witness may be a sign. Your witness may be a wonder. Your witness may be a miracle. Your witness may be the fruit of the Spirit. Your witness may be the gift of the Spirit. Brethren, if any of those things are lacking or all are lacking, then you need to do something. The Bible says in Acts chapter 4, verse 13, that when they looked at Peter, and they looked at John, and they remembered that they knew these guys before, there is something that has changed in these guys. They have been with Christ. But then, can people look at you and say you have been with Christ? When I was in year two in the university, suddenly one of the friends that we went to high school together became born again. And so we looked at him and said, Ah, you are born again, good for you. Now, this was a student that was average when we were in high school. All of a sudden, about maybe six months later, he said, This is my testimony. He said, Before, he said, In my class, I was nowhere to be found. He said, Since I gave my life to Christ, I am the best student in my class. Brethren, that was his witness. We had to think twice. That if giving your life to Christ makes you the best, then it's a good thing. And so God became his witness by elevating him according to Deuteronomy. He says that you shall be the head and not. Let me give you some other things. I want to give you some other examples, but I'm trying to look at them because of time. When you say God witnessed, or God bear them witness. Now let me let me let me go into this very very plainly. When God bears a man witness, God does not do the work for the man. Instead, what God does is that whatever you say, God will make sure to back it up. But who does the same? Who does the same? Who does the same? Like, if you want, you can write it down. Well, without the saying, there's nothing to back up. Without the saying, there is nothing to back up. Has it ever happened to you before that you feel like saying something but you are scared to say it? What if it doesn't come to pass? You know, when you read scripture, brethren, you cannot but admire the men of old. 
First Kings chapter 17. And uh, who are an unknown man walked in front of the king. No man is even to walk. It says, Oh king. For your information, from today, until I speak again, he said there will be no rain in this land. Sometimes I wonder what those men were made of. And he just walked out. And there was no rain. <laughs> Brother, you, that's why the Bible says in Hebrew, that these were men that the world was not worthy of. Are you getting it? That these were men, men that they did not care if the king says cut off his head, they would deliver the message. You will read, in, you will read also. God told the prophet. He said, go and tell that king that that sickness he has, he will not recover. Uh, if it was me, I would use that to say, can I send one of the members of the church? <laughs> Thank God I'm the pastor. Can I send the head of the prayer team? Or can I send somebody else? He went and told him that God said you won't recover. And the Bible says that the man turned his face. He believed the word of the man of God. Because up until then, his witness was perfect. The reason that people are not believing you or believing the church is because people open their mouths when they are not supposed to. If God has not said, don't say God said, because God is not bound to back it up. Are we together? When you think about scripture, you think about a God He has a plan. And he's ready to do anything to make sure that that plan comes to pass. When you speak into that plan, I can guarantee you, just like first Samuel, Samuel chapter 2 or 3 tells us, it says every word that Samuel spoke, none fell on the ground. Ah, some of you say it's impossible. Why was it possible for those people? Because they aligned themselves so much with God, they knew when to speak and they knew when not to speak. You cannot but wonder about Stephen. You cannot but wonder about Philip. The Bible says they did, they did great wonders in the sight of the people. One of the things I have noticed about us as Christians, the easiest, act, and I will define them later, but the easiest out of all these things are the signs. La facilité dans toutes ces choses, ce sont les signes. A sign is simply something that somebody else can see. Un signe, c'est quelque chose que quelqu'un d'autre peut voir. Are we together? Sommes-nous ensemble? And so, a sign simply means when you are not born again, you are very quarrelsome. Suddenly, they see you are not quarrelsome. If, it, if your friends are like some people I know, they'll come and ask you, are you well? 
Are we together? Because they noticed that the things that would ordinarily have made you fight before, you are no longer fighting. When, when, when Paul wrote to Timothy, he said, God has not given us a spirit of fear. It means that if you were fearful before and your speech was full of fear, now your speech should be full of courage. When it comes to signs, you don't need to talk about it. It shows itself. When it comes to signs, you talk about the fruits of the Spirit. Oh, you are not patient before, but now you are a little bit more patient. Oh, before, you are the one that we started gossip, but now you become resistant to gossip. Those are signs. And when God sees that, God says, yes, I will promote this person to another level. Let me explain the definition to you. Remember what I said. That for God to witness for a man, there must be a word. And so somebody will say, but I said that the signs show themselves. The word that you need for the signs to show yourself is the fact that you confess that Jesus is your Lord. The Bible says, with the mouth, with the mouth, with the what? Mouth, confession, is made. We've had the discussion multiple times. Is salvation a private thing or a public thing? People say that, oh, when you get born again, it's a private thing. Nobody's supposed to know about it. Other people say, no, you're supposed to come out openly and declare it. When you think about it, either you confess it in your house or you confess it in the church, as far as you are confessing it, there are witnesses around you. Oh, even if you confess your house, if you are at home and you confess it, there are angels of God around you. And those angels of God will either stand in your favor or they will stand against you the day you go against it. What is the sign? Number one. A sign is an assurance of God's presence. Whenever you see a sign in the life of a believer, it, it is an assurance that God is with that believer. A sign can be used for many, many things. A sign can be used to confirm a prophecy. And a sign strengthens faith. A sign can be used to confirm God's word. Either in your life or in the life of somebody else. I look at Luke chapter 2. Luke chapter 2, verses 12 and 16. 
The Bible says that an angel of the Lord went unto Zachariah. And it said, no, no, it said that uh, an angel of the Lord went unto the shepherds and said, you will find a baby wrapped in the manger. By the time you get to verse 16, the Bible says that when they came, they found it exactly the way it was said. What else is a sign for? A sign is used to authenticate your ministry. Do you have a ministry? God sign authenticate your ministry. Should I explain that to a little bit? Whenever God gives you a ministry, and I like, I like talking about this, because if your ministry is the ministry of receiving, you don't pray to receive. Immediately the blessing, take it. Even the blessing that is still being planned, you quote scriptures and you take it. But when it comes to the ministry of service, you want to pray for three months about it. When God wants to authenticate your ministry, even though you are making mistakes, you will be getting results. Oh, I have seen that. Let me explain it to you. If God calls you to be a preacher of the word, if I let me tell you, if God calls you to be a preacher of the word, you may know nothing. But you will notice something. You will suddenly notice that you have a hunger to dig into the word. You will suddenly notice that you are attracted to men that teach. You will suddenly notice that even that little that you know, when you teach it, people will shout, God has come down. Are you getting what I'm saying? And then what do you do? You move from glory to glory. If God has called you and has given you the ministry of miracles, it will not start by people lining up at your door. It will start with very inconsequential things. Your child will wake up one day and say, Daddy or Mommy, my tummy is aching me. Take a you say, what if nothing happens? Yeah, if nothing happens, is that your problem? Are you praying in your name? In whose name are you praying? So if you are praying in the name of God, you are invoking God to come, right? That may be the beginning of your miracles that you have just missed. Oh, let me give you another one. If God wants to give you a ministry with marriages, you will suddenly see that people are comfortable to talk about their marital problems with you. But what do most of us do? 
Immediately they tell you, you tell them to go and tell the pastor. But last year, three people told you about their problems in their faith. You missed three opportunities. Are you getting what I'm saying? So when God wants to confirm a man's ministry, he will start little, little. God may want to confirm your ministry in the choir. And yet, you may know how to sing, and then you get to a church that their singing is worse than your own. You say, I don't, I don't want to be part of this. And God says, well, you will not go beyond where you are now. Everywhere you go, nobody will put you in the choir again. Because you have to go from glory so what? Nobody starts at the highest level of glory. If you start there, you will crash to the ground. Oh, I have learned to believe God for financing for the church. Thank God, thank God, uh, thank God there are people here that can testify. When we bought this church, and the mortgage is going to come out of the account, people will ask me, and say, Pastor, there's no money in the account. And I say, Why are you worried about it? I say, What? But then, I said, Don't worry, you see your church? And when I say that, my mind, I'm praying. I thank God, I have said it now, don't disgrace me, please. And from nowhere, a check will come. So that is why I can believe God for a lot of money now. I started from little. Are you understanding what I'm saying? Your husband or your wife is not behaving well. Believe God for one change. Whether one change can happen, can change happen or not, the problem is we want to believe God for hundred things at the same time. It doesn't work like that. What else about the sign? Can I tell you? There are some signs that are peculiar to you and you only. There are some signs that are what? Peculiar to who? To you and you only. I'll give you two examples. Even in the time of Jesus Christ, he kept on referring to the sign of Jonah. You remember the sign of Jonah? Jonah was in the belly of the whale for three days. That has never happened before. It has never happened after. Oh, there is one that Jesus is peculiar to him. The Bible says he is the one that, was, that died, that rose again and ascended to heaven. There are some peculiar signs. That God will give you. He won't give me, he will give you because it is peculiar to you. There are peculiar signs that God will give your family. Because they are not peculiar to me, they are peculiar to 
There are peculiar words that God will give your family. But when you confess those words, God will stand to confirm it. Are we together? So don't look at the next person and expect God to do for you what He did for the next person. It doesn't work like that. Of course, a lot of signs are collective. The Bible says the apostles performed many signs and wonders among the people. The Pentecost, Acts chapter 1, Acts chapter 2, those are collective. Jesus said, go and wait for the sign. And then in Acts chapter 2, the Bible says, and when the day of Pentecost had fully come, there came in what? A mighty rushing wind. Your life must have something that God wants to testify about. Let me say that again. Your life, your life, that when the devil goes to God, that God will boast about something in your life. Let me tell you, let me tell you the truth. If the devil is not disturbing you, it's because there's nothing to disturb about you. If a man has nothing, why do you go to him? You remember the, 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 what the Bible says about the thief? He says he comes to what? To steal, right? Do you go to the house of people that have nothing to steal? Joy as a Christian you are supposed to have, but you refuse to have. Why would the devil come there? The Bible says, the peace of God, you refuse to have it. Why would the devil come out of your peace there? The devil comes but to steal, to kill, right? Now, Anything that is alive and working, the devil wants to try to pinch it. And that is why the Bible says, you stand, having done all to stand. You say, no, not, on, not under my watch. Not under my watch with my child become like that. Not under my watch with my marriage become like that. Oh, let me share a little secret with you. The marriage is that you see outside that you envy. Eh, let, me, let me share this with you. The marriage is you see outside, eh? The one that you envy that you think is, what did they say now? The one that you say is actually uh, after, right? Those marriages are the ones that go to the Severest of trials. Because while they are coming together, the devil is pulling them apart. And every time they surmount one battle, they are better for it. The Bible says, two are better than one. It says, but they shall get a great reward for their efforts. Ils ont avoir une grande récompense sous les efforts. 
Are we still together? Some of our folks. You've seen it. You've seen a family where it seems all their children are well behaved. Before you pray that your family should be like that, ask them what they go through. Because anywhere that the testimony is going the right path, the devil must show up there. What else does God use as a sign to, to authenticate his children? First Corinthians chapter 14, the Apostle Paul said, Tongues are for a sign, but not for believers. But he said, Prophecy is a sign for believers. That is why when somebody prophesies to you in the real world of the New Testament prophecy, is prophesying to you to exhort, to comfort. Then you know that those things are going to come to pass. Brethren, I don't know about you. When I became a Christian, there were things that you knew that by your own power you could never do this. In fact, let me let me let, 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 let me let me give you some secrets. The secret behind any success in the kingdom of God is the secret that people have learned that even when you fail, you continue to move forward. Failure is not a destination, it is just a path along the way. I don't know about you, there are very few ministers of God that we say they have succeeded in everything I've done. That is why, thank God, if one way is not working, you change it. I learned, I learned long ago that it doesn't matter how long you have gone on the wrong path, you can always turn around. It doesn't matter. Either you are the leader or the follower, it doesn't matter. You go far and you are still alive, you can turn around. And so you will learn something. <laughs> what I'm about to say may sound funny, but let me tell you the truth. Now look at me, let me tell you the truth. But then failure is good. I know you don't like that. What did I say? Uh -huh. Will you wish yourself that? Look at this. Oh, brethren, I have failed before. Now, I know what not to do so that I don't fail again. If you have not failed before, si je pas avant, stop quoting Philippians 4 13. He says, I have learned to abound and I have learned to abase and I can do all things through Christ. That's what it is. Some of us are so careful, you don't want to fail. Because people made a lot of noise, I decided to watch a, football, a soccer match yesterday. And for me, I don't know about other people, for me, the match was very boring. 
Pour moi, le match était... Parce que tout ce qu'on peut défendre. No, no, why? You go out and play. That is the way it is actually with life. When your life is all about not making mistakes, your life becomes boring. I will never forget the interview the man that invented the light bulb. They said, sir, we noticed that you failed 4,999 times. He said, no, I did not fail 4,999 times. He said, I learned 4,999 times how not to make a bomb. Brethren, embrace failure. If you don't fail now, you will fail later. So it is better to fail when? Now, when the stakes are low, stay now so that your shame will not be lost. When, when you are the leader of a cell group with three people, and you make mistakes, you say the wrong things. How many people can laugh? Two, because there are only three of you, right? And so now you are a giant. Now you are the one in charge of all the Bible, Bible things preaching in the church. Now the church is 300 people. If you make a mistake at that time, 299 people will laugh. So, brethren, you want God to be your witness? Start stepping out. Start speaking up. When you step out and speak up, then God Himself, according to Isaiah, He says, I will help you. He says that you will not be ashamed. He says that because of Him, yes, you can face tomorrow. He says that you will go from one level of glory to another level of glory. The signs that God wants to prove to the world through your life, they shall not be missing in the name of Jesus. But here is the thing that I will leave you with. When a man does something in the name of God, there is a way God honors it. Oh, I've told the story. Long ago, somebody came to me for prayer. Long ago, more than 20 years. In my mind, at that time, I thought to myself, I, I know this person. Can God hear the prayer of this person? But when somebody says pray, what do you do? You pray. Now, if you have the kind of mind that I had and you prayed, why you believe in the prayer? No. Right? Brethren, less than three months later, the person came with testimony. Yeah, I realized. God did is not a respecter of persons. It is a story that when I remember, I thank God I made the mistake 20 years ago. Are you getting what I'm saying? 
But if I did not pray at that time because I was scared that God will not answer, that person might have been devoid of the testimony. Si je n'avais pas prié à ce moment-là et j'ai pris la place, j'avais peur que Dieu ne me pas répondre. Cette personne pouvait manquer témoignage. So ask yourself today. Demande-toi même aujourd'hui. When you stand in front of unbelievers, quand vous êtes devant les non-croyants, and you speak, is God ready to stand on your behalf? Et vous parlez, est-ce que when you stand in the church of God, and you say it is well, is God ready to confirm that word? When somebody says, Oh, this COVID-19 is killing all of us, are you confident to say, My time has not come? And you are sure that God will respect it? Are you confident? When they tell you that when children get to a particular age, that they become wayward, are you confident to say that my, me and my house were for signs and wonders? And are you sure that God will witness what you say? Brother, let's stand up on our feet. Let's stand up on our feet. I only managed to talk about the science today. I will talk about the others later. Your life must have science. I'm repeating it. Your life must have science. Somebody rightly said, he said, let your life do the speaking. He said, it's necessary to use words. Don't go around telling people you are a Christian. Let your life do this. Don't go around telling people you are demon chasing. Let your life do this. Don't go around telling people I love you. Let your life do the speaking. When your life does the speaking, people will glorify God. And at that time, they'll be able to say, How has God given unto men such gifts? Why don't you bow down your head and just talk to God? You want to talk to Him this morning? Because God indeed is your witness. But is there anything to witness about you? Or are you allowing your testimony to go to ruin? Maybe you are scared to take a step. Maybe you are scared to pick a walk. Maybe you are scared to do anything. I want you to talk to God this minute. And if you are here, and say, Pastor, I want to openly declare that from today things will change in my life. You can come forward and we will pray together very quickly. You can come forward and we will pray together very quickly. While you are coming, make sure that you are still wearing your mask. So that we'll pray together. That God Almighty that wants to be your witness. 
that when he comes knocking on your door, there will be something to witness about. Is there anybody like that here? If you are coming, come quickly so that we can pray together. Those of you at home, you can just continue to pray with us. That Lord, let the signs continue to come up in my life. Maybe you have been held down by fear. You have been held down by uncertainty. You have been held down that every voice, apart from the voice of God, I want you to talk to God and say, Father, I break away from every chain of oppression. I break away from every chain of fear. I break away from every chain that will not allow me to, 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 to amount to what God wants me to amount to. Let's lift up our voice and pray that very quickly.